Welcome to Transpersonal Journey. I'm Irene Siegel. Thank you for joining me as we bring ancient wisdom into modern times, following our path into the transpersonal spiritual realms and back. Today we're talking about the work of the East on the medicine wheel. On the Incan wheel, the archetype of nature that we call upon is the eagle. And we call upon the eagle because it can see the smallest details in our everyday world as it looks on the ground. And then it could expand its vision and see the largest big picture with, it, with its vision from above. And it's with the eagle that we want the eagle to help us learn to see through its eyes and learn to create and manifest from our soul awareness. So as we finish the work of the north, we come back to the east and bring with us that soul awareness, that higher knowing. And what we want to create in the east is from a soul level, not from the level of the personality. We're very used to creating from a personality. What are our goals? What are our goals for relationship? What are our goals for finances? What are our goals for our career? What are our goals? We're a very goal-oriented society. And those goals keeps us very enmeshed in our outer world. And it also can create discontent because we compare ourselves to others. We think we have to achieve to the next level. Our culture, our society is built on that. And there's nothing wrong with being competitive. But when it comes to the creative process, we want to create from a soul level because from a soul level, we can create things we never would have thought of if we were just using our logical egoic mind. So over the years, many people have taught about creating a vision board or saying positive affirmations, and we can get what we want. And that's true. We can. We can get what we want if we say enough positive affirmations. But it still is very limited. It's limited to what we're saying we want. And the downside of that is that if we have belief systems that contradict our ability to create what we say we want, then the process becomes very muddled. So I want you to think about this for a moment. When you think about your own life, what are the areas in your life where you are always a a success? What do you have ease of creating? We all have at least one, if not more, areas in our lives where we know we can create. What is that for you? Take a moment. Notice yourself. And now notice how you keep reinforcing that belief by even saying to yourself, yes, I could create in this way easily. I never have trouble with finances. I can always create enough money. Well, you might actually end up only creating enough money and not abundance. But you know what you can create. And then I want you to just notice for a moment 
What are the areas in your life where you always struggle? Notice your beliefs. I'm never good at relationships. I never seem to get the relationship I want. Well, notice how that belief keeps reinforcing itself over and over again. That's how we create. A lot of it is very unconscious. And a lot of it is based on what we're taught in our family systems and reinforced in our family systems. So we have a story that we live by because we've been so programmed. We need to have conscious awareness to rewrite the storyline. Where do we want to succeed? And what needs to change in our belief system? Think about it for a moment. Where do you want to succeed? And what needs to change in your belief system? And now notice how far back do those beliefs go? Do you see them in your parents, in your grandparents? How have they been reinforced in you through your family? How do you reinforce them in your own children? How limiting are those beliefs for you? These are all important questions to think about, and this is the work of the East. It's not just about holding a vision and saying an affirmation. It's about really doing the deeper work to notice where your own confusion is and to notice where you stumble and fall and to also notice what you're really good at and how you keep reinforcing that. We create what we think and what we feel. So if there's an area in your life where you find that there's a lot of um, chaos, that you think you want something and it just doesn't happen, notice if your belief system is unclear. A lack of clarity will lead to a lack of clarity or chaos in your, outer, in your outer world. But when we can get really clear about our intention and our vision and our belief and our emotion around something, then we can manifest very quickly. And we can manifest more quickly now than ever in our lifetime. Because the energy around the planet is changing. We can access higher energy more quickly and we can utilize it in our creative process. But it's got to be a clear intention. And it's got to be an intention that is in alignment with your spiritual awareness. So when I teach the work of the East, I teach my students to find their vision as energy. To stop thinking about what you think you want, but to open to soul awareness and inner wisdom 
and to notice the energy of what you want. Now, that vision may come to you as a creation in your outer world, but more likely it starts with an inner creation. It might mean learning how to just be, how to be still, how to be internally focused. Peace or the essence of deep love might come to the surface, and that's a vision to hold that vision on a vibrational level of wanting to be love. Not to have love, not to feel love, but to be love. To be joy. To be peace. And if you can set those intentions through meditation, your outer world starts to create itself in a way that wraps itself around those higher visions. So I always start as energy. What does that energy look like, feel like? How is that energy of your soul's vision activated in your energy field? Everything we create begins as energy. And then it takes form. And that's really important to be aware of. If your energy is not of a higher frequency, then you'll create something of a lower frequency. Every emotion, every belief system, every creative project starts as energy and has a vibrational signature to it. Notice what your vibrational signature is to your creative process. And how does that reinforce your beliefs about yourself? These are really important concepts that shape our world. And can we rise above our own internal confusion to begin to create differently? Now there's a challenge for us. As you're listening to this podcast in our world, there's still confusion around politics and everybody has a side And everybody has high emotion about it. And yet, there's a common frequency that no matter what side you're on, there's a similarity in terms of frequency. And it doesn't solve the problem. How do we raise above the frequency of chaos and confusion and anger and fear where people are arguing with one another even in their own families at the dinner table. How do we get above that in order to shift the reality in our world? So these are some really, really important challenges. On a larger scale, other than just personal, on a societal level, societies change, they shift. When the society has had enough of the old and they are open to the new, And so the solution needs to come from a level of awareness higher than the level where the problem was created. And this runs across everything. So if you notice your world, you'll notice that when there is ambivalence, what you create 
is chaos. Now, chaos can also happen when we're making a change. So it's not always about ambivalence. Sometimes as the old falls away and the new hasn't taken form yet, life can seem somewhat chaotic. You have to just flow with it and know that the new is taking shape and we just don't see it yet. But if you can get still and quiet enough, you know the new is coming because you know the energy is changing and life starts to change for you. It's a really important concept. Whatever we believe about ourselves is what we create in our world. Our world reflects it back to us. Now, that doesn't mean if something globally happens that is terrible. It doesn't mean we're each personally responsible, but we are collectively responsible. We are. We all play a part in that. So as part of a collective whole, are you willing to find a frequency higher than what you usually hold in order to contribute to the changing face of our collective consciousness. That's a tall order. And maybe it's not even that well understood. But if we're going to change as a society, each individual needs to make a change. And then there will come a point in time where the rest just start to resonate with that new frequency. So that's where we are in our world. So the work of the East is not just personal, although we have to do the personal work. We're at a point in our world where the old doesn't serve us anymore and the new has not taken form. Notice what you believe about yourself in this process. What is the belief you reinforce? And can you find that place of inner peace in a changing and uncertain world? So take a deep breath. Just notice yourself for a moment. What are the belief systems that you live by? And when you can find a place in yourself where there is not ambivalence about your creative process, that is when you create So I had a very good example of this many, many years ago. I was actually moving my office from one town to the next. Ironically, the address of my new office was the same as my old office, except a different town. It was very interesting. It was was a move that was really internally guided. And um, I had a plant. I had a hanging plant in my office by a window. And I knew that when I moved... I wouldn't have a window for my plant. So I really was being very gentle with the plant. I wasn't leaving it up to the movers. I wanted to carry the plant myself out of the office. And I thought to myself, I wish I could find someone who really wanted this plant and would take good care of this plant. It was quite a beautiful hanging plant. I was clear about my intention. So I took the plant and I walked out of the building with the plant in my arms and there was a group of people gathered outside of the building and they were staff members of another bil- another um, business within the building. And I'm carrying this plant and one of the men, he turns around and he looks at me with the plant and he says, I want that plant. And it stopped me in my tracks. And I said, 
will you take really good care of this plant? He goes, yes, I will. And I handed him the plant. Everybody's mouth dropped open, including mine, because that was exactly what I wanted. Now, it was about a plant, so the stakes were not really that high, and I had no ambivalence. But what a lesson it taught me about being focused and being really clear in the moment about what I'm looking to create. So we look to create internally, we look to create in our outer world, and we look to create based on our soul's journey. So all of that starts to fluidly move together, and we can fluidly move from the ordinary to the non-ordinary in terms of our creative process. So notice this for yourself for a moment. When has that happened to you, where you knew you wanted to, to do something creative, and boom, it happened? What was the belief system behind that? What was the intention behind that? We are more powerful than we know, which is why it's so important to notice our negative beliefs about ourselves. Because as much as we can create in a positive way, we can also create in a negative way in our bodies, in our life. You want to be really clear about what you're putting out there and what you're looking to create. So if we go back to the creation of a vision board and an affirmation, you can have what you're asking for. But if you bring it in from a soul level, if you bring it in as energy, if you activate the energy of your vision around every cell, then there's a higher mind that can come in and participate in the creation of that process of vision and manifestation. And in shamanism, the goal of every shaman is to come back into community and to teach them these skills, to teach them how they themselves can be a shaman, how they can walk between the worlds, how they can learn and teach and heal in the outer world, as much as having their inner wisdom bring in higher awareness in the inner focused internal experiences. So it's something to think about. In every direction around the wheel, there are important lessons to learn and to practice. This is something that we get pretty immediate feedback about. I had immediate feedback about that plant. Sometimes the feedback doesn't seem so immediate, but there is a reaction on an energy level immediately. Change your thoughts and you change your process. Heal yourself and you begin to heal the planet. So this is the last segment in the medicine wheel theme that we've been working with. As we work with the medicine wheel, we begin again in the south. You start in the south again. And the wheel itself, rather than becoming a circle, it actually becomes a spiral. It takes us higher and higher 
and deeper and deeper within ourselves. It helps us connect to the earth and connect to our divine presence. It helps us bring that higher awareness into a process where we blend with the journey of our personality. And we can continue to circle the wheel throughout our entire lifetime if we choose to do that. And now you have a spiritual path that unfolds right before you in a very profound way. We keep going around the four directions for as long as we choose. And I've been doing it for many, many years, and I see such value in it. So if you care for more information, you're welcome to go to my website, drirenesiegel.com, D-R-I-R-E-N-E-S-I-E-G-E-L.com. And thank you for staying with me through this series. Uh Uh-huh.